Hello and welcome to A Pint of Cthulhu. Today we are playing Doomsong. I'm not too sure what scenario you have uh, lined up for us yet, Jack, so it's going to be interesting to see. This is a game that's coming to Kickstarter on the 17th of October, is that correct? That is absolutely correct. Yep, and we have an interview with Jack coming up in a week or two, so there's also that to look forward to. And other than that, I think if everyone's ready... We'll let you set the scene and just, uh, try and murder us all. Just dive right in. Yeah, so uh, a little bit of background um, for those of you at home. Uh, this is Doomsong, a roleplay macabre set in a horror-filled sort of Dark Ages uh, land that is currently undergoing a biblical apocalypse. It's bad times all around and you will be playing as gravediggers, sort of trying to survive, trying to thrive, and trying to uh, frustrate the plans of Father Plague and the Lice Mother. Father Plague, High Lord of the Plaguescape, Lamb and Tide of Pestilence, has taken control of the Kingdom of Leith, wrenched it from reality, and created his own realm of suffering and sickness. You are simple grave diggers in this land, and it is not expected for you to uh, to solve all of the world's problems by yourself. However, as part of an esteemed guild who would much like not to uh, all die of the various illnesses that have been introduced to the world, your guild has taken on the quest of trying to collect and destroy the seven totems that bind Father Plague to immortality and the Lice Mother to Father Plague. But, uh, and I think that is probably enough uh, very, very quick backstory. So, yeah, you guys will be playing Gravediggers who have sort of um, been going around uh, trying to help people, trying to uh, simply keep up with the, the mounting dead. Um, Burying, burying folks and performing the correct uh, rites to uh, put to rest the unquiet dead, for it is known that hell is full, and when a soul enters hell, uh, they are rebuffed at the gate and return to the mortal realm seven days hence uh, as a seft, a uh, ghost-like creature that if it has enough power, might even possess uh, items or even its own corpse as alive, the unquiet dead. Uh, so it's very important that uh, gravediggers are going about doing their job, and you have been uh, going about and doing your job. In the course of your travels, you have uh, encountered something. You're not sure what and your memories are fuzzy. In fact, you remember very little uh, before, well, one of you wakes up. So uh, I am going to choose at random uh, one of you to, uh, to awake and uh, tell me a little bit about your character. Uh, so I think uh, last in, first out, uh, Jay. As you uh, as you awaken, your your bones ache. Uh, your uh, you feel sort of uh, 
the a hard sort of rug that has clearly aged beyond any form of comfort uh, beneath your shoulder and uh, your sort of bleary eyes open as you see before you uh, what appears to be a study, an office um, that uh, is well adorned. Uh, there's sort of rich furnishings dampening the sound uh, and a broken stained glass window on one edge of the wall. A door, uh, two doors, in fact, in the uh, the opposite um, opposite from the window, and several of your grave digging compatriots uh, lying motionless on the ground. So, Jay, could you tell us a little bit about your character, their name, their wants, their hopes, their dreams? Sure thing. So, <laughs> with a disdainful huff at the dusty state of the room. Dorian Green is going to rise to his feet. He's a somewhat elderly gentleman, the heir of someone who perhaps once was a little better off in life and is not quite emotionally adjusted to being such a sordid thing as a grave digger. He's a decently tall man, his clothes hang off him as though he once filled them out a lot better, with a permanent suspicious glare on his face. Um, yeah, so as, as Dorian awakens, they will see the, uh, the form of five, uh, bodies in the, uh, sort of huddled in the room, sort of, uh, splayed out on the, on the floor in various states of unconsciousness. Um, you will vaguely, uh, remember these as, uh, fellow, fellow gravediggers. Um, what will Dorian do? Uh, Dorian will probably look around seeing that he is, I guess, in a place that he does not expect to wake up in. Uh, indeed, so, you, you don't recognise this room at all. So he's probably going to start kicking some of the others awake. Uh, yeah, he's going to start, not none too gently, kicking the shoulders of his companions. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you, you kick. Uh, let's go with Cap. You, uh, you kick Cap's character, uh, who ah, sort of grumbles, grumbles awake. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Aye. All right there, chaps. So this guy, Shirky McCombus. Before being a <laughs> grave digger, you would have found him in the slums. He was a well-read, light-footed detective and tracker. Um, from, as I said, from the slums of Asartum. Which... Uh, think is his home. <laughs> Other than that, we don't know much about this guy. He's probably in his <laughs> mid-thirties and he likes a drink. Take it away. Uh, so, one of the first thing, the two sensations that Shirky gets as they uh, as they wake uh, is, first of all, a, a sharp pain in the ribs uh, from the, uh, the booted foot of Dorian. And uh, the sound of a squawk as his, uh, his eyes open and he sees this stained glass window noticing that uh, the top the top pane uh, has been smashed, a draught entering the room, sort of fluttering the uh, the curtains and any sort of upholstery slightly with the, the draught, sat in the um, in the hole in the window is a large raven uh, who appears to be just sort of watching the, uh, the group with some interest. 
um, and it gives a gives a bit of a squawk as uh, as Shirky awakens. Uh. <laughs> Nevermore. Uh, cheers for the kick, you big prick. <laughs> Are you going to be speaking in rhyming couplets this whole session? Not anymore. I think I've run out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just you had one in you. I had one in me. Right, he gets himself up onto his feet. As a wee look around the room, notices there's some more bodies, or some lying down people at least. Um, he doesn't hit. Sorry, Jay, what was your name again? Dorian Green. Ah, Dorian, Dorian. He doesn't bother hitting Dorian, he knows why he was kicked. And, um, yeah, Sleeping he notices, on the job. notices a bizarre raven looking at him. Um, he'd take his spyglass out and get a closer look at this raven. Um, yeah, it's not it's not too far. Uh, so it's it's a fairly like it's a lavish room, but you imagine that if the fireplace was going and the the window was fixed, that this would be quite a cozy area. It's sort of you you imagine this is the room that you know posh people have massive castles and houses with huge halls and this that and the other, but those huge halls are quite drafty and uncomfortable. And this is actually a space that you imagine someone spending a lot of time in. It's, it's got a lot of care to its furnishing, a lot of um, comfort to your surroundings. That's a bit As too you, fancy for him. He certainly doesn't feel at home. Yeah. Yeah, you imagine that um, although the sort of the rug that you've uh, you've just awoken on is like clearly damaged through time and weather, um, once it was new, it was probably worth more than you know a, a year's pay for, uh, for you. I think uh, as as you're awakening, I think uh, of their own volition, uh, Matt, your character will uh, start to stumble awake. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So, quite a scrawny, tall fellow, uh, born as a wild thing, learning a silky whisper, becoming a wise, and has a pet albino weasel. Well, at least you think it's a pet. It turns out to be a familiar. All you know about this man is he goes by the name of Silk. Silk. Love And it. has a very, very bad <laughs> breath. So, so, yeah, Silk is a, a witch. Uh, a little bit of backstory for the people at home. Um, witches in this setting follow, or at least gain their powers from, one of the traitor gods, which is considered heresy. Oh. Not not so great uh, as the the main sort of church and religion of humanity is in service to the divine corpse, the first god that created everything and was immediately murdered by the traitor gods. So it's a bit of a contentious point. I'd also like to point out, he has a wooden foot. Ooh. You'll always <laughs> hear him clacking. I love it. Uh, and far more importantly is what is what is your weasel's name ethan ethan <laughs> he has name. to be in here somehow <laughs> <laughs> that's Tukan's name it's um, also what so, has continually named a weasel companion yeah, he gave me a familiar in D&D and I called it ethan excellent um so yeah as uh, as silk sort of uh, cracks their neck and Every sort of bone of you has this feeling that you've been you've been here a while. Um, you've been 
you know, you've, you've woken up on the floor before after a hard night's drinking or something, and uh, this has very much that sort of feel, uh, with fortunately none of the uh, the heavy headache or uh, grogginess that uh, goes along with it. Uh, Ethan sort of snakes his way out of your uh, out of your coat and sort of sniffs sniffs uh, sniffs around and uh, through his senses, as uh, a witch is familiar, you can you can gain a little bit from their their senses, their sight, and their smell. Uh, you will get the faint uh, tang of copper blood in the air. Uh, I think Ethan will sort of make his way over to Cartman's character and sort of nuzzle against his ear to uh, to wake him up. And uh, Cartman, can you tell me a little bit about yours? Yeah, so I'm playing similar to Matt. I've got a wild thing as well, um, except I'm more of a sort of a ranger guy and I'm a bit more of a sneaky guy, a bit of espionage, a bit of spy. Um, my name is uh, Gabe and yeah, I'm going to see what's, what goes on. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, you you wake up, and you will sort of wake up seeing the the mahogany doors on the on the edge of the room, and uh, the your sort of gravedigger companions around you, and uh, the two still uh, still forms of uh, two more of these bodies. One of which starts to move as you look at it. Um, Josh, tell me a little mm. bit about your character the hell's with all this kicking (laughs) the name's jose franco middle class marksmanship skills watchman in danger i'm a young grave digger six foot five long black hair dark green eyes a young grave digger that's been smoking 20 packs a day now at the tender (laughs) age of 25 (laughs) (laughs) yeah but uh so yeah, Jose will awaken, and I'm just taking any opportunity again to play a tall person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> standing up and uh, okay, fine. I'll, I'll, take that to, I'll take that back to four foot three. <laughs> oh, closer <laughs> to yourself. That's great. Your, nah. your thought they were tall to it, many inches high. Luckily, being your height does not confer you any status. Any stat bonuses, um, but yeah, you uh, you awaken to the the cold chill of the the draft throughout the room, and your sort of your compatriots sort of checking their uh, their gear, their items. Um, if you started with any items, then uh, you still have those, and uh, of course, all of you will have a gravedigger's spade and a badge upon your person, uh, which leaves one more body. Uh, this one does not move. Go over and see if I can find anything to identify him. Well, I'm going to kick him first. <laughs> <laughs> Did we all fall asleep with a body in the room? As you head over, uh, give the, the body a bit of a, a kick. Uh, it has the, the dull weight that you know all too well. There is no reaction. There is no attempt to sort of roll over and go back to sleep or anything like that and there is some sort of something that tells you that there is no life in this in this body it is a male's body uh average height about five five ten or something like that 
um, fairly sort of lanky, lanky build, um, quite lithe and, and thin. And uh, I think as you as you give it a kick, it will through sort of just um, momentum and uh, being sort of propped up, it will sort of flop over, uh, and you will see a horrible uh, gash wound uh, going from its sort of upper clavicle. Uh, down all the way to its hip on the other side of its body, uh, this sort of deep, ragged cut opening up, and as it moves across, uh, sort of moves over, uh, the the stench of blood that it was blocking with its with its body will uh, hit all of you uh, as uh, as it sort of moves, and the the sort of sense. Looking are, at this massive stirred. wound with my uh, with my spyglass, I deduce <laughs> that. This is probably what killed the man. Uh, you can never quite be sure. <laughs> you reckon there. Honestly, that's Way how you go. determine. Way to go, Captain Obvious. Uh, so, you will all recognise this man. Uh, this is Mordecai. Daddy? Who, up until recently, was the de facto leader of your little band of merry men. He led you through thick and thin, kept you alive, and uh, was good at his job as far as you as far as you have anything to compare him to. Uh, but perhaps those days are behind him. Did anyone here hear anything last night? I don't remember anything last night. I think you of all people, Mitch, would understand that something rather magic must have happened here. Mm. I don't know about you, but I certainly don't remember getting transported here or coming here of my own will. And I think most of us would have woken someone receiving a mortal wound. I'm fairly certain that could be down to drink. Alright, alright, everybody try not to touch anything. Um, can I um, ask, can I search his pockets? Uh, Can I search his body? Of course! I said, try not to touch anything. What are you doing, man? No, I'm I'm used to this. I'm a grave digger. He's dead. It's my job. We're all grave diggers. <laughs> help me, goddamn! Why are you standing there? Do your job. I don't want to steal his shit. The one will rise in seven days. We best bury the body. In the floorboards, do you think? Is nobody interested? What happened? No, you just want to just fucking continue doing your jobs. We just woke yeah. up with no memories next to a dead guy. Well, all, all I know is I drunk too much, and now it's another day, another body, so in the hole it goes. Well, obviously he's been murdered, but whatever did it isn't here. We do need to deal with this before we end up fighting our old dear companion. Jesus, he put me with that screw. I, I agree <laughs> with Mr. Gate that we need to search the body to see if there's anything on him that might help us along the way. Is the um, raven still hanging a bit? Uh, yeah, yeah, still, uh, still Just watching the, there. Okay. the group. Um, you... You sense no sort of fear from the the raven. It doesn't see like you've you've all sort of stood up and and are moving about. Uh, it doesn't. It hasn't flown off and it hasn't sort of shown any um any sign of. of okay, is there any like a little bit like of gore from the dude's corpse? Uh, pardon. Is there any little bit of gore or flesh from the dude's corpse? Uh, on the raven. No, on the floor, like just a rag. Uh, yeah, so so there is so as as the sort of body flopped to one side, uh, the 
the gore from its uh, its wound, sort of that it was covering up with its with its torso, uh, is definitely okay. there on the, on the floor next to it. So if those two are going to go check the body's pockets, Dorian's going to sort of fussily bring a handkerchief from his pocket, wrap his hand in it, and pick up the gore and walk over to offer it to the raven. Okay. And you think I'm weird. (laughs) You have a weasel, that's worse. (laughs) Befriending crows is a good thing. um, See the animals while we work. <laughs> uh, so I think I'm going to start with uh, uh, with Gabe uh, robbing this this body. Um, as you as you sort of go over, uh, have a check of the uh, of the corpse. One of the first things you will sort of know or see uh, is it seems fairly fresh, um, probably less than less than a day's day old. You'll you've all spent time around dead bodies, so you get a sense for these things, uh, which means that you've got at least six days before. Uh, his body, uh, sorry, his um, his soul sort of returns from hell and starts causing uh, problems. Okay. Taking so, a... Um, very quickly, whilst I'm searching the um, his pockets and stuff like that, I'm going to poke his face and I'm like, yep, yeah, he's definitely dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so checking through his pockets, uh, you will find a coin purse uh, with filled with obols. Um, so that is a uh, a fact coin purse uh, okay. that you can add to your gear if you wish to wish to take it. You will also yes. find a uh, long handled uh, knife. Now that I will take. And I'm just gonna. Can I slyly put it into my 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 um, my belt knife or on my belt or such? Um, uh, yeah, I think so. Um, you can just sort of. I can roll Quickly. for that, but I'd rather the others didn't see that because. Uh, do Do you have any any trait that you think would sort of help you out yes, with this? Yes, I do. I have um, trait, trait, traits. Uh, I'm pretty sure espionage and spy, smuggler. Ooh, those traits. are those are um, traits so much as so, the past. Yeah, um, so each one of those should have given you a, uh, a trait during character yeah. creation. Trait, um, so like yeah, borderborn no, get, and literate. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Light-footed and suspicious. Yeah, then suspicious. <laughs> yeah, so so I think unless anyone else is sort of really trying to like watch you, I'll just allow oh, you yes, to, to do am, that. I'm very okay. concerned about this whole thing, and I'm an investigator. <laughs> okay, in that case, I will ask you to roll. Uh, because it is interesting whether you pass or fail. So that is sort of one of the first tenets of. I only okay. cut, I only ask you to roll if it's interesting if you fail. Um, so, but this is a good uh, way to go through how checks work. So, on that uh, character sheet, uh, you should see a little um, reminder of how checks work. But uh, if you don't, don't worry about it. I will go through it each time. And for the, those following at home. Um, so, the way a check works, uh, I set a difficulty. Uh, I think this is going to be fairly easy, so I'm going to make this difficulty four rather than five. Five is sort of your standard difficulty. Uh, do you have any modifiers that are going to help you out with this? Um, I think suspicious would... Yeah, uh, suspicious. Maybe like... No, not really like footage. This is not the like footage thing. Really yeah, I think if you so if you had quick finger, that, that'd be <laughs> yeah. perfect. But, I, 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 uh, didn't, I didn't know if there was a quick finger trait, but yeah, that would be the one. Um, uh, so I'm going to give you a plus one for um, uh, for suspicious. Okay. Um, and, and does 
Uh, does Shirky have any, like, uh, sharp-eyed or suspicious or anything that's going to make this harder? Um, we've got Investigator. We've got Well-Time Tip. I think um, I think Investigator, I'm going to increase the difficulty by, uh, by one back up to five. Um, so it's difficulty five. You've got a plus one. Um, I'm going to say, so the next step is whether this is focused, hasty, or standard. I'm going to say standard. So you've got enough time to do it. You're not under, like, combat pressure, and you're not under, like... But you, but also, you will sort of only have one go at this, so it's not going to be focused. Okay. Um, so that means you're going to be rolling one die and adding one to it, and looking for a five. So I'm rolling a d20. Uh, d6. 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 <laughs> yeah, no worries. Uh, you'll only ever need a D6 and the Doom coin in, uh, okay. in this. Dun dun. Dun dun dun. Ah, uh, D6 and your five. Damn. Three. Am I going to catch you? <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, hey, Gabe, Gabe. I said slowly. We're looking for clues as to how this guy died. Just um, put it to the side now. <laughs> so, so that is a four. So that is a failure at the moment. Um, but uh, you can always, after rolling, choose to flip the Doom coin. So the Doom coin is, as you imagine, a, a coin. It has a heads and a tails. Uh, if you oh, choose sorry, to flip the Doom coin... Getting ahead of myself there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. Um, I love it. Um, but if you basically flip the Doom coin and get a heads, you can move that up to a success with some cost. Uh, whereas uh, tails basically would take that down to a critical fail and I'll do something nasty to you, basically. Um, if you want to flip the Doom coin, but it is as always up to you. Yeah, that's a fifty-fifty chance as well. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Um, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, what would I? Yeah, but what would I gain if I passed? A, a knife. A knife. No, so yeah, you, you will have cost. You, you'll have successfully taken this this knife. Uh, the cost. I'm afraid I'm keeping that a secret for now. Mm. Uh, but that, that cost you're getting either way at the moment. So this is sort of whether mm. you're getting that <laughs> I mean, obviously I'm going to flip the coin, I have to. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Is that sound bite going to be on the, uh, <laughs> on the software? Because that's rad. Really. I didn't know that. Uh, so, you have flipped Doom. Um... One other thing I didn't tell you about the Doom coin um, is that whether you got heads or tails, uh, you now have the Doom coin. So that is with you, and you are considered doomed. Uh, what doomed means is that if I'm going to do something nasty to one of you, uh, I'm going to pick you. I'm going to pick Gabe. Um, and <laughs> basically, I'll, I'll pick on you first if, uh, if I'm ever being mean. Um, until someone else flips the Doom coin. Um, and then we go to the effect. So that became a critical fail. So as you're like stealing this knife, um, your eye is caught by something in the wound uh, in this, uh, this man's chest. You see something glimmer in there, something shiny. And that gives you pause. You are not only sort of... Uh, caught by um, by Shirky uh, sees you taking the uh, taking the knife but you are sort of drawn to whatever sort of glimmer there is in this wound uh, you find yourself reaching out with your off hand 
and sort of just subconsciously drawn to uh, to whatever is in there. And as you sort of dip your hand into this uh, into this viscera, you feel something hard. Your fingers sort of clasp around it, uh, and it feels like chain, something metallic uh, in there. And at that point, your sort of your senses return to you. You have your your hand sort of wrist deep in this man's torso, uh, touching whatever is metallic in the uh, in the wound. And Shirky, okay. you you have seen, um, you saw basically him stealing this knife. You saw him trying to take it. So, um, one or two things I want to ask. Firstly, yes. I mean, is my character repulsed by gore? I mean, is this a, like a thing? Like, because um, we when we played a part of Cthulhu, we had like insanity checks. <laughs> is, this a, is this a thing for Doom for Doom Song? Uh, so there is no uh, set sort of sanity. Um, mm-hmm. There may be, as the result of failures or critical failures, uh, I may give you uh, traits such as fearful of X. So fearful yeah. of gore might be one. Um, okay. In this case, uh, you are um, basically you're fine. Um, cool. you, it, it is up to you. You you have so, a healthy, normal fear for things that are scary. Um, okay. So it is up um, to you whether. Uh, I mean, I'm also going to say because I'm a I am a grave digger, so I mean I'm not exactly repulsed by bodies, but I am intrigued to find something hard. So can I? investigate this hard object I found eventually <laughs> uh, indeed you can I think you'll find that's called rigor mortis <laughs> or no me- not metal well, I think it's called something that's... else <laughs> can I- okay so sorry can I use a knife to cut open and examine this this metal then please yeah so as you uh, as you sort of pull and uh, cut uh, sort of setting free uh, whatever is in there, uh, you see that it is indeed a chain, a short length of chain that you pull. Uh, as you do, there is a bit of sort of tension, a bit of uh, pushback, uh, but with a bit of a yank, you are able to extract this from the body. The chain is attached to a small sack. Um, a, in fact read the, uh, the proper description. <laughs> I found me some treasure, my laddies. Um, so, uh, it appears to be a dried, bulging sheep's stomach. Uh, both so, ends of the stomach are tied shut uh, with this sort of chain uh, piercing piercing it with a great hook. Um, the whole thing is, is obviously covered in uh, the remains of your former leader. No, it's just haggis. Um, but uh, yeah, it it does does give a bit of a, a haggisy look to it um, as you uh, as you pull this out. You are suddenly sort of overwhelmed with visions, thoughts, feelings. Uh, whether they're from your past or whether they're from someone else's is hard to determine at first. Can you give me a resist fear check, Gabe? Um, so, sorry, is that a roll then? Uh, so yeah, that's another check, just like before. Cool. Uh, do you have anything that you think would help you with resisting fear? Are you brave? Are you? I'm borne. Uh, that's. I don't think that's going to help. Okay. No. Okay. 
I thought about this, but um, no, I was literate. No, light-footed. No, just no. <laughs> I'd make yeah. the argument that literate might make you a little bit better. That yeah, but literate in this context is more like I know, I know how to read. Cause yeah, the idea that century. you might know what this is, you might have read about this yeah. somewhere. Uh, I think I think I'm not going to give it to you on this one. Ah, but, uh, I tried, Carmen. <laughs> no, you you. I, like, I like I like the attempt. But okay, no, we're going okay. For three. So okay, check them. Can you give me a uh, d6 roll? Uh, looking for a five. God damn it! <laughs> uh, you can of course flip that doom coin. As no, always. I don't think there's not much point this time. I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, it you're already dimmed. What could <laughs> Well, I could. This could get quite serious now. This is. It's going to be a critical fail. You can't be double doomed. Like you're already (laughs) doomed. That's fine. That is true. Hmm. Okay. um, But it is your choice and your choice alone. You can ignore the uh, (laughs) the peanut gallery. (laughs) Okay. This is Carmen. If you do it, I'll buy you the sweater that's in chat. Brian, no, Josh. Wait until it will actually kill him if he fucks it up. No. Then Brian. <laughs> okay, uh, this, is, this is the one question I want to ask. Okay, so obviously no. I know if I fail, it's, it's a critical fail. Which is totally yes, cool. but if I do pass the heads, would it then be a success or obviously not critical success? Would it be a success? I would go success? up to success with cost. Okay, uh, then yeah, then it is worth me doing this doom point. Then it would it would draw me out of the of the failure part. So, uh, correct. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I believe um, in here is the picture the side that it landed on is that correct? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's actually a um, a success uh, oh, that, cool. is, that is the good side of the, okay. uh, of the coin. So the crown's the good side? Uh, crown's the good side, skull's the bad side Okay um, Hey we uh, were uh, we were working on the other way because we were like, well, skulls are heads, so intuitively. I was like, yeah, I'm not Okay, no, I'll take good. <laughs> uh, so, in the, in the law, essentially, um, the the skull is the skull of the divine corpse, uh, oh. who is who is dead. He's, that's the god of the sort of the main church of the world. See, see it's so, the good one. It's the good god. But he grant he is dead and grants no miracles. The crown. Uh, in this in this book is the uh, the sign of pestilence, who is a traitor god, and that is the sign that the gods have decided to give you a little a little boost in this. Particular oh, that's sign. so interesting! Because then, if you roll the doom coin and succeed, it's the villain that's granting <laughs> you the favor. And, um, so that's really cool. But you have you have uh, pushed that up to a success, uh, which. Awesome. What's in the stomach's um, bag? The stomach bag. <laughs> uh, so as you um, as you pull this up, um, you are sort of you're given flashes of uh, hatred and fear, and the mask that uh, looks similar to a hedgehog's face. Um, it is on a woman who you may have heard stories of. Uh, called the Lice Mother, the consort of Father Plague. Um, Sorry, very quickly. Some, and I see this yeah. as a vision very quickly. Then, yeah. Sort of as your okay. as your fingers touch this uh, this uh, used stomach. Okay, then you... very quickly. Just just then, as I, as my fingers touch the used stomach. Um, and what's that lady's name again? One more time. Uh, the Lice Mother. The Lice Mother. I'm gonna yeah. 
in almost ecstasy, I'm going to um, look up in my head, so I'm looking at the ceiling, and mutter, lice, mother, it's allowed. But quietly. It's just so damn hot. No, because I've, been, you know, because I've just seen this vision, and I want my character to react to that. And if it freaks you guys you. out, then yeah. <laughs> then so be it. Uh, you will also intuitively understand that this is one of the totems of the Lice Mother. Hmm. And so I found a totem already. You did indeed. <laughs> um, you will know from that uh, from that vision as you sort of see part of the ritual that the Lice Mother performed to create it, to bind herself to Father Plague and gain her immortality, that the only way to cleanse this totem is to feed it to her true love. Ooh. Okay. So then this is what I'm going to do. After I foresee this um, circumstance of events, I'm going to start to um, come back to reality as such and and start oh, against gravity. <laughs> and start to stare off into the distance. Yeah, I'm just in, in your face going, just put it next to the body. Careful. <laughs> careful. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna grab grab it tighter, I'm gonna um closer closer to me because it's an important artifact I just felt like I found. And then I'm gonna go, wait, guys, this is this is this is serious. I think I found something important here. I so whilst this is all happening Apologies. Uh, I'm making a friend. Dorian is making a friend. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, you you've taken a bit of the uh, the viscera and uh, um, offering it to the uh, to the raven. It will flutter down from its uh, from its perch, landing on the sort of edge of an armoire. Uh, Sort of look at you. You see a little bit of suspicion in its eye, but. It decides that uh, the viscera is worth the gamble and will lean forwards, taking a sort of chunk of it from your from your hand, leaning its head back, opening its beak wide and swallowing the whole uh, chunk in one, uh, giving a few sort of gags as it gets it down, uh, down its gullet. Uh, it looks at you, cocks its head and says, thank you for that. You're quite welcome, my feathered friend. Certainly get you more if you uh, mind a quick conversation first. There's flesh of a gravedigger. A bit common, a bit... Unsatisfying. Creatures such as ourselves deserve such finer things, but (laughs) alas, in these times... There was days gone by where I feasted upon the flesh of kings. Such richer meat, and richer meat still, I crave. Such richer days for the both of us. You wouldn't happen to know where we are as the current, my companions of the moment, and I are a little lost. (laughs) You find yourself in Castle Leaf. Long lost from the realm of men. If not the realm of men, then what creatures is this the realm of? (laughs) This is the Plaguescape. This is Father Plague's realm now. K 
kings are not the high thing they used to be, though princesses and queens still hold some esteem. Perhaps they do. You know of great figures, and you seem well-learned enough. You know what my order wishes to do. Indeed I do. But So then, succeeding, how does the flesh of a god sound one day? Uh, his eyes light up as you, uh, as you say that. <laughs> and he says, It sounds simply delightful. And here I was thinking I was the only heretic. Did that bird just talk? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, perhaps should we succeed, I may offer you a place to dine one day. And if you need any advice, then the Valraven will provide. The Valraven, huh? It is I, and I am him. What if I'd like to buy a consonant? As a wise, can I tell anything about this raven that I might be able to tell the others? Uh, you'll know that ravens don't usually talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, as a as a witch, you can um, uh, yeah you you can take a look. It you will know from its sort of colouring that it is not a familiar. Um, it is not sort of the creature of another witch. It is its own own being. Um, if you wanted to take some time and see if you knew any sort of fables or any knowledge, then then you could roll for that, essentially. Um, or you could sort of just take that information. If I may, Durian. Do as you wish. Okay, then. Okay, so, uh, if you want to take a bit of time to, uh, to see if you remember anything about or know anything about Valravens, then uh, I think that's going to be difficulty five. Um, so do you have any traits that are going to help you out with that? Um, I think I'll give you plus one for your for your witchiness. Just the borderborn liar in a missing foot. Yeah, I think either either borderborn or yeah, I'll, I'll give you plus it's one. Like, eat your foot by any chance. <laughs> yeah, the, the missing foot is is what's helping out. Um, so on on knowledge checks and sort of the sort of uh, cerebral checks, uh, you can also get allies. So you can get allies in in any sort of check um, for a knowledge check like this. Essentially, if anyone is helping you out with this and they have basically a different angle uh, on the on the check, then they can also give you a plus one. So if anyone else is sort of trying I to help think- out with this. Dorian would be curious on this, and he used to be quite wealthy. Perhaps he had access to a bit of a library that might have had some myths in it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll give you a, an extra plus one for that. So you're looking at plus two. I'm kind um, of busy at the moment cataloguing Gabe's, <laughs> Gabe's autopsy. <laughs> and uh, if you would like, you can also make this focused if you want to spend some sort of some proper time uh, recollecting. Uh, you've got you've got all the time in the world, you believe. Durian, feed that thing another bite. I'm going to focus on this. Uh, so, can you roll me two dice and take the highest? So that's a focused action. That's basically the bonus you get for taking your time. Uh, the lowest is a two, the highest is a five. 
So you've got five. You've got plus two from your uh, various bonuses. That gets you to success. Uh, you could flip the doom coin to try and push that into a critical success if you wanted. I think I'll pass. You think you're going to stick with the success. <laughs> uh, okay, you will know that a Val Raven is an ordinary raven that has feasted upon the flesh of a king. Uh, the flesh of a king um, confers to it the ability of speech and the uh, basically ment- mental faculties uh, of uh, of the uh, creature it has it has eaten. Uh, it also, you will know that uh, the voice it speaks with is indeed that of the kings that it ate. Um, so yeah, you'll you'll know that about uh, about Val Ravens essentially. Um, in stories, they're often depicted as uh, sort of tricksters and um, with with view uh, sort of wants that are beyond the ken of of mortal men, and uh, sort of often used as a a bit of a an antagonist in a lot of fairy tales and that sort of thing. But this one seems seems friendly enough. They have a taste for lying. Don't we all at some point? Terrible thing to accuse someone of in these times. Especially to their face. Quite rude. Merely Indeed. going off of formal stories. Well, Chartlands, I'm travelling with a side. I hope to see you again soon feathered friend and that Dorian's gonna leave the window for a bit okay uh, so yeah we've got um, uh, Shirky and Gabe are uh, busy doing an autopsy on uh, Mordecai the ex-gravedigger um, yeah so you've got this you've got this sheep stomach and you've got the chain you've got a knife everything's looking up didn't we get a totem as well that uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah, the sheep's the sheep's stomach is the uh, is the totem. Doran, cool. so. <laughs> we should have asked the crow if it, if it knows where any of the totems are or any way it can help us get out of here. I think one at a time is a good option, don't you? Mm. Um, can I? Um, at this point, I'm assuming I told all the other guys what I saw, like my hallucinations and stuff like that. Uh, you certainly can. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy to yeah you you say that. So go on yeah I, I, yeah no, I, I tell the guys what I, you know what I saw what I felt how I'm now feeling strongly inclined to find the rest of these totems. Well, I our order does need us to find the totems, but to be frank, they are dangerous. They can I've heard that they can interfere with your mind. I wouldn't doubt too late. They're dangerous. Look at this guy. Isn't half. <laughs> oh, yes, so the more we have at the one time, the more incentive there is for us to be hunted, the more danger we're in from the totems themselves. As you say the word hunted, you hear from behind one of the doors to this room the scrape of metal against stone. Quiet at first, but getting louder. Well, I, I think, think it's time the to go. What direction to go in? <laughs> Other way, gentlemen. 
Um, can we take can we take the bird with us? Like, can he um, hop on one of our shoulders and come along with us? It rather depends on if he <laughs> wants to come with this motley crew. I uh, just wanted to ask a question. <laughs> uh, he looks to you, looks to the door, and goes, "The lice mother is a little too scary for me." Fair enough. I'll join you if you survive. But I would suggest you stay out of her way. Well, right. you heard the man, uh, bird. Let's go. Okay, let's cut this investigation short. Let's try and find a way out. <laughs> yeah. So you said there was a room on either side. I assume we're going to the door. Uh, sorry, a door on either side of the room. Yes. Yeah, so we're right. heading out the one opposite this scary screen. Yeah, place. we're moving away from the sound. <laughs> Um, I'd like to grab the coin purse before we leave. I think Carmen's already uh, got course. that, hasn't he? Uh, did he? Yeah, Carmen's the one that's been taking the things out of the pockets. He's got, yeah, the, okay. he's got the coin purse, he's got the knife, and he's got the stomach. Carmen. Well, I suppose, have you took the? Have you at least took the totem out of the stomach, mate? Well... Or are you just taking the stomach with you as well? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to make sort of an intestine stomach out of... Sorry, so an intestine sort of, necklace out sort of, of the stomach. Sort of Feeling the uh, the contents of the stomach, uh, you will get the sense that whatever's inside uh, is uh, essentially um, you can feel like bread and cheese and um, <laughs> sort of some some sort of damp liquidy uh, substance in there. Oh, so uh, that's right in there as well. Yeah, So yeah, can I? I'm going to make an intestine necklace and put it on my my my, my neck. Just sort of ha- hanging the chain around, hook it around. Yeah, you've got this. Yeah, you've got it. Uh, Testy necklace. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. You're the height of fashion at the moment. As you, uh, deeply you, Gabe. <laughs> it just feels make... right. It just, you know, the, the soft, the soft, um, stomach against my chest. <laughs> As the door opens... Uh, it does so with an almighty creak, uh, as is the want for castles of this this age and this dereliction. The uh, the draft from the window behind you sort of blows in through the through the door, and you will find yourself in a lavish bedroom, a uh, four poster bed. Uh, is up against sort of uh, one wall. Another door to your right uh, to exit the room. Uh, two windows sort of up behind the the bed, uh, leading out uh, onto the sort of exterior of the. As you sort of are in a couple of rooms, the thick stone walls and the uh, the general layout is feeling quite castle like to you. And I believe you were told it's in Castle Leith as well. So, um, uh, yeah, you see this. Four poster bed, uh, that with the sort of the curtains about it billowing slightly from the draft behind you, and another door out of the room. Is there like a desk or an end table or something like that? A vanity I'd be looking for. Yeah, so uh, yeah. vanity or something, yeah. Yeah, so there's a there's a large wardrobe, um, a sort of dressing you know, there's screens uh to to dress behind, uh, as well as sort of some some chairs and general sort of Furnishings. Of the room. I'm going to shout to Jay's character to check the drawers, and I'm going to have a wee look under the pillows. 
Is there a way, like a way I can roll to do a quick check of the area, like a um, I don't know, something that might catch my eye or something of interest? Yeah. yeah so check. essentially, you yeah. could you. Uh, you could say where you want to look, and there will be no sort of roll required. You'll just find stuff. Oh, I just or, uh, exactly. Or you can do a sort of. I want to just sort of search the area, and that could be done with a with a check. Essentially, we do need to move quickly though, because we are being. That's why I'm thinking I might just do just go for the check and do the roll. So a quick because... a quick glance around and sort of intuition. Yeah, that sort uh, of thing. Like vibe. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think uh, I'm happy with that, and uh, we can check the specific uh, locations as well with um, uh, Shirky. Uh, Gay, can you then roll me a... Um, yes. And I would also uh, so, like to use... I'm going to say the tree literate will actually help me with this one. In case it's a book or something might be written on it. But, or a note of some sort might come in handy. Like, I can read it. Uh, yeah, I think if you're using literate for this, then basically you will be finding something... Book yeah, that's kind of the reason that I chose drawers than... and under the pillows. I figured if I'm going to find like who this... Place is it's a diary that we're probably looking for. That seems like uh, the most likely places for them. Yeah, I was trying, I was thinking more of a bit of a broader search. I I was sort of um, using a literate as sort of an add-on, so that if there was like a note or a diary you said on the side, I would I would get that as well. But I was sort so of like more I think of a broad I'm, I'm, search. I was, I was sort of after this is what I want to do <laughs> as a check. Yeah, so I think I'm not going to give you literate for this because uh, yeah. if you found a book or something that. Literate isn't going to help you find the book. It'll help you read the book once you've found it. But um, so I think with that, um, we'll call that a five. If anyone is helping you out with this check, uh, you can get uh, ally bonuses for that. Anyone want in on this? Help me out. That's a plus one there. And anyone else? If I'm looking anyway, I've got the investigator. Yeah, I'll I'll give you a plus one for your um, uh, for your aid there. So that's a plus two overall. I won't be helping, but might I suggest we push the bed against the door to save us some time, or give us some time. Well, I like that. Um, so, yeah, if, um, I think if two two of you can push the bed, basically. Yeah, well, I'm checking the pillows anyway, so I see I can be a player, <laughs> right. man. Uh, you grab that side, I'll grab this side. Uh, okay. So... And can we have that investigation check, please? Yes, that is a 1d6 plus 2, yes? Yep. Cool, I'll roll that now. Six. Excellent. Um, so, uh, oh, you've even got the plus two in there. Um, so, yeah, that's a six. Uh, you take a look around whilst everyone is uh, helping out and push, uh, finding stuff. Uh, you will find um, in the sort of, there's a little writing desk in the corner uh, where you will find sort of notes that appear to um, uh, you see like notes on uh, border raids that the castle is currently sort of dealing with um, and let me just check the thing uh, yeah so you'll find uh, reports on border raids and dwindling grain supplies uh, as uh, the two pushing the bed sort of take a take a big push. Uh, it's a bit heavier than you were expecting, and as the curtain of the uh, um, four-poster bed blows to one side, 
you will see that there is a long rotted body uh, lying in the bed itself. This does Another not uh, corpse. stop you from pushing it up against the uh, the edge. But wow. Yeah, no, game yeah. check his stomach. That's it, yeah. <laughs> check it for change. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm going to sort of do what I did last time. I mean, um, <laughs> I'm going to sort of check it. And, but this time, because, you know, last time I found if something. If you're the one holding the artifact, maybe someone else should. I don't know if holding two of them is going to yeah. fuck you up. You're holding an artifact, a knife, and a book bed. now. Does anyone else? How many hands have you got? Body? I mean, so, yeah, have someone else check the body. Gabe, might I suggest you don't get on the bed whilst we're trying to push it? He's having a fun little ride. Leave the man alone. A dead body. Yeah. A dead body. <laughs> Sorry. Yay! Yay! Two little corpses jumping on the bed. <laughs> right. Anyhow, so who's checking the body if not Gabe? I'll check it. Um, so I had a cursory glance, sort of. No roll required. Uh, you will see that the body has a crown upon its head. The It is decayed sort of beyond recognition, but you can see that its eyes and much of its face uh, are clearly showing the signs of uh, peck marks and uh, sort of general uh, decay from uh, animals feeding upon it. Um, okay, that explains the then. With the bed up against the the wall, uh, the the door, it seems fairly sort of securely uh, shut, and uh, the body is in the sort of ruined uh, clothes of sort of someone ready for bed, uh, sort of a dressing gown and not much else. Okay. I guess we found the king. And I guess we should move on. Where's, where's that crow? We should we should we should uh, tell him his uh, dinner's here. He already knows his dinner's here, dude. He's just eating him. Yeah. Uh, if I rifle through the van A and such, am I going to find any jewelry, perhaps? Since this seems like a pretty affluent. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Um, you will find sort of uh, brooches, sort of cloak cloak pins, and a large sort of gold chain as well. Okay, I'm going to shove the shinies into my pockets. Uh, there is also, of course, the uh, the crown. I'll be taking that. <laughs> um, there's a slight stick to the crown. Uh, the sort of flesh about his his head seems to not completely wish to to let it go. Some of it sort of comes away as you as you pull, but it come away it does, and uh, you now have a crown of uh, Adrum's crown, crown of leaf. Ethan, you can clean this for me. I know you like flesh. Is the uh, sorry? Is the crown a totem by chance? Uh, not as far as you you not know. Far as we know. Uh, you don't you don't get a flash of visions or anything like that from it. Uh, it seems uh, mundane at the very least. Okay, so just a normal crown. Um, and as you're sort of checking, you will hear the scrape of metal against stone in the room that you were just in. Um, okay, is there a way we can like bar the door, like put like a furniture we, or the bed against it? We put the bed against it. That's what we spent the last it. ten minutes doing. <laughs> right. So how about we move on then, gentlemen? Through, through the window or through the through the door? Yeah. So there's a window and a door. Uh, does the window seem like it leads to a very sharp drop? Uh, as you sort of move over to the uh, to the window, it does indeed. You are. 
uh, on the second floor. Um, and you will see, sort of down below, you'll see a, a hedge maze from above, a few sort of scattered buildings, and uh, sort of the curtain wall of the, the castle uh, enclosing the whole area. Perhaps we could make a rope out of the bed sheets. I don't think I fancy my chances in hedge mage. Hedge I think we take the door. Being chased by a yeah. monster. Yeah, we don't really have time for that crap. Let's just take the door. Door. Okay. <laughs> door, 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 door. Oh. Wait, did Carmen communicate about the you need to feed it to her love? Thing. Uh, I believe so. I, I think you shared all the uh, all the information you had. It seems that everyone here is rather dead. The only living thing we've seen that eats things is the raven. You don't portray that the raven is the plague father, do you? Well, ravens are generally associated with death, but let's shelve that for now. Well, there's no harm in testing this. The guy's dead anyway. Um, Gabe, stick that token in his mouth. Oh, the king. Oh, jeez. <laughs> not the we, meant, we may have meant someone a little different. But he's not here in any case. Let's continue. So what's the plan? Going through the door. Okay, excellent. Um, so as you, uh, you make your way through the door, um, you find yourself in a corridor, uh, barreling your way down... Uh, you will see it sort of split off to sort of further rooms and stuff uh, on this floor uh, and a staircase that seems to lead, a spiral staircase that seems to lead downstairs. Is there there anything of interest we see as we pass by? Like an interesting room, but you know, a door ajar or... Uh, You'll see a... a, So this this whole floor seems very uh, sort of well furnished. Uh, You will see... Um, down the down the corridor, a couple of couple more rooms, couple more doors, uh, so sort of leading into uh, what you presume are other sort of uh, royal chambers. I slide down the banister. Oh, have fun, <laughs> Gabe. You can check the tapestries all you want. I'm going downstairs. If this place is large enough, we should possibly use this opportunity to get a look at what's chasing us. It's got a good point. I mean, we've got a big hallway here. Uh, and, I, and I've got this long, ha- long hand, long, long-handed knife. Oh, I'm not suggesting we fight whatever it is. If this is the plague master's domain, then it's likely too strong mm. for us to face head-on. But I'd quite like to know what it is. I think you're right. This domain isn't for men. This is just not right at all. For women only. For <laughs> 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 all trespassing when you leave. Uh, I think you're all bloody insane. But but there is a there is something there is a there is a part of me that does want to um, check out one of these rooms. Uh, yeah, but that could I be feel like in there. if they were important, we might have been hinted at that. But um, um, I kind of just want to like get as far away from the door that we came in through to this area without being out of sight of it. Yeah, you've got quite a long corridor to uh, to work with. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to can... test the door then to make sure it's not locked so that I don't get fucked. So, yes, as you sort of test the door, um, it, it certainly opens. There's also the, the staircase as well, sort of going down. Okay, good. Um, I'll follow Shirky to the stairs. 
Yeah, I've already slid down the banister. <laughs> and down I go. I'd like to walk outside and see what's going on. But no, I'm I'm with uh, J- sorry, Jay, with this one. I want to see what's behind the door. Yeah, I'm gonna try <laughs> and maybe. Like, is there anything that I could hide behind a little bit? Be a little bit sneaky about this. So there is a full suit of armor, um, sort okay. of stood stood up, uh, clutching a rotted halberd, and okay. uh, yeah, you can certainly uh, pretty much perfectly hide behind that. Uh, as you do so, you will hear the creak and the crack of wood uh, breaking. Uh, you will hear a soaring sound, a splintering sound, and then silence. If you uh, wait a few seconds longer, you will see emerging from the the bedroom door where you just uh, you just were a slight woman. Um, not of uh, intimidating height, wearing a hedgehog mask. Her left hand is uh, seemingly sort of clenched in a rictus claw, unable to move. Her right hand clutches at the handle of a bone saw, which, as she walks down this uh, down the corridor, she will drag against the uh, the wall next to her. Okay, yeah. Okay. I am out of here. Sorry. I am out of here. That's the lich mother. That's the lich mother. No, 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 no. The second she came through, through the bedroom door, uh, Gabe um, whispers to himself uh, the words, a lice mother. Um, almost sub- Don't conscious. call her name! <laughs> yeah, but as, it, as I said, it's almost subconscious, so I didn't even, even okay. know I was doing it. Um, so, uh, two questions. Uh, where are you going? Are you going sort of downstairs or into yeah. the room next to you? We're going to jump on the banister. <laughs> yeah, how far, like, can I just, like, yeet myself out of the situation, or is there a I, chance to sneak past her and get downstairs? So, so that was sort of my second question, is... Uh, which is your priority, speed or stealth? Slide down the banister like I did. <laughs> I think... Oh, so, she's coming out of the room. Is she, like... Does it look like she's deadlocked on where the others are? Like, she already knows? Or is she, like, seem to be looking around for them? Um, you take a look, and she is just sort of wandering. She seems... Okay. She seems... Playful. Um, okay, that's sort of great. <laughs> she is not like trying to get to you as fast as she can. She's she's walking. Uh, she is enjoying the scraping sound of the the bone saw against the stone. Um, she's in she's in no rush. Um, okay, cool. So I'll like, Given I'll that I stealth it myself. If you, if oh, I'm not stealthing it. If she's in no rush, she's unlikely to chase us about it. Mm. <laughs> is my thought on the matter. No, that's a fair point. Yeah, no bad. And if she's leisurely, she probably already knows where we are. Why else would she be so chill about this? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a very good chat. You can try and hide if you want, though. I, oh, no, I no, think no, I'm, I'm running, but uh, it was a case of if we're going to um, stealth run or, or just jump Yeah. Through. I think Dorian's going to take the quick way. You're just booking it. Yeah. 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 Screw this. <laughs> okay, That's so, uh, yeah. That I wanted to go outside and see what's going on out there. Um, so, yeah, that would that would take you sort of down the stairs, unless you wanted to eat yourself out of a window, uh, which is also <laughs> an option. <laughs> I'm going to nope. go down um, the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, as you, um, as you sort of 
barrel down barrel, barrel down these stairs uh, as quickly as you can. Um, one last look over your shoulder, and you will see uh, the lice mother cock her head at your retreating form and start a slow run that speeds up. Oh fuck! <laughs> starts to. She's she's half skipping, half running. Uh, as if, like you've you've made this fun. Like oh, we're we're doing the chasing thing now. We can do oh, that. God damn it! Um, well, I I do she... have I do have a bow that I can use if that's permissible. <laughs> yeah, I think Dorian's just sitting going run. <laughs> we need to leave. Oh, I don't think the bow now is going to do much. I think it's the case of you just need to distance this one. And we need to get the totems done. Yeah. She's literally a god. I think at the moment <laughs> like we need. She is a god. She's a mortal. Out the totems, get them all collected, and then we could defeat the, the life mother. I don't think we're getting all seven. I think we're getting one. Yeah, I know. And then wh- whoever comes after us so, in many years, so time, you, we'll yeah, you, you will know that uh, the the guild has been sending people sort of across the the plaguescape in order to try and find these these seven totems. Uh, Although perhaps if, getting rid of the one will show us a way out of this realm. Uh, perhaps indeed um, but uh, nevertheless you uh, make your way down the stairs uh, uh, is, okay so is there like a, a main drawing room or a main dining room is there a way out of the building <laughs> yeah so uh, you will you will find yourselves in sort of the the hall of the uh, the downstairs um, it appears as though it was abandoned only recently. The laundry drips on the lines, fires burn merrily in hearts, foodstuffs stew, simmer and bake in eternal status. stasis. Uh, sounds echo a great deal against the bare stone architecture and glass windows. Uh, to your right, you will see uh, the sort of hall opens out into a great dining hall. Uh, to your left, there is sort of the uh, the entrance hall. You can see two du- a double door sort of um, that presumably leads to leads to outside um, and uh, in a sort of side door you will see um, uh, well it's it's closed um, but uh, you imagine that that might head sort of into some sort of servants quarters or, or section and it seems less less ornate than the uh, the rest yeah. of the, the surroundings um, so yeah you, you barrel down these stairs uh, if you're sort of keeping up this pace then uh uh, you can certainly, um, and let me know where you're where you're going. Dorian's booking it for the doors. He wants out. Yep, I would I like to. the closest one. Try to run right through it. <laughs> uh, you're just gonna try and like barrel through these doors. Yes, I love that. Just do like a uh, running jump kick to get the to you know get the dramatics going. <laughs> okay, how's that? They open in. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, can you give me a dramatically opening doors check, please? Um, so, do you have any traits that are going to help you out barreling through these doors? Uh, melee fighter, fearful, eye-catching, compassionate, and mentality. Those are the only traits <laughs> that I have. So. A melee uh, fighter, you're attacking the doors. Yeah, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a plus one for, uh, for melee fighter. Um, and is anyone else sort of also also helping out with this. I think Dorian well, is trying to get out of here. I mean, <laughs> Dorian think is leaving through those doors. I did get down the stairs first, so maybe I could actually have already turned the handle on the door. 
Yeah. I'm so, I think he's going to jump over you and still kick them open. He you open the doors. Uh, I think Shirky can give a, a plus one to this, uh, sort of reaching reaching the doors, like starting to open them, and then and then Jose is like smashing through. Uh, so that's a plus two. You got that, uh, and it's going to be difficulty five. Uh, so can you give me that roll d six? Oh, uh, typical Josh roll one. That's the worst number. Um, so, that is currently a failure with cost. Uh, do you want to see if you can change that? Yes. Do I roll the Doom coin? Uh, yes, you flip the Doom coin and uh, see what you get. You hit roller. Roll. Oh. Here we go. Here's draws. Ah! Hey! One! Um, so that is that is the crest side uh, showing there. So that's a good one. Um, as you barrel through this door, uh, you hear the crunch of wood and the slight crunch of bone as well. Um, can you lose me one toughness? So Fuck you start yeah, on four. It was unlocked. <laughs> You'll be on uh, three toughness now. Okay. As you uh, as you barrel through this, so that basically means uh, if you're attacked and stuff. Uh, it's going to be a bit easier to uh, to hurt you, uh, but you smash through this door uh, and they open out onto the sort of uh, the crisp um, grass of the uh, the grounds of the castle. Um, uh, I assume the rest of the group is sort of following suit. Yeah, of course. Do, do we see the hedge maze we saw before? Uh, yeah. So as you as you make your way sort of out into the grounds. Uh, you will see a few sort of smattered buildings around, um, wooden, uh, sort of more hut-like than uh, than the Grand Castle that you're just uh, escaping from. Is this the uh, only way out on this side of the building? Uh, yes, it appears so. Wonder, um, I'm just going to run straight fire through to the doorway. What kind of maze is it? Like, what what are the walls? Made uh, of? So. So it is. It is just a maze, sort of in the grounds. Uh, you're not currently sort of trapped in it or anything, okay. but it is a hedge maze. Um, I hear if you turn left, you'll end up out quicker. <laughs> well, I'm. I just want to run straight through the maze and get the hell out of here. <laughs> well, hang on a second. I think I can help you out a little bit with is this, this maze. It's just a fun maze in the grounds. It doesn't necessarily lead out. I think. Yeah, but this, like, is this whole dream realm thing. is magic shit. Um, Perhaps Durian, call down your bird. And that was what I was thinking. We're currently being pursued at a rather rapid pace, so Durian, while running, is going to explain. Hey, she's sprinting after us now. Seems to think it's a game. Uh, she seems content to let us hide, and I really am looking at the idea of feeding that stomach thing to the raven. Or at the very least, I can call him down. And let him <laughs> keep an eye on. Let him keep an eye on her for us. Um, yeah. So as you as you look up. Uh, you will see the uh, the shape of a raven uh, flying above you, and uh, as you sort of barrel out, it uh, it will fly down to to within sort of earshot of you. So if you do want to speak to the ra- okay, raven, okay, cool. Oh, feather friend, I have a few deals for you if you would like. And uh, uh, we're he- like, I'm heading towards the like I'm still running towards the hedge maze as I'm talking. <laughs> uh, well, I'm always listening. It, uh, yes, I had wondered about that. See, I'm not too well acquainted with the, the lice mother myself, but I wondered if you might be. <laughs> Few are and live to tell the tale. But, um, 
it uh, it keeps up with your your running sort of effortlessly. Well, the running and chatting can I maybe try and buy us some time by setting fire to the doorway. <laughs> you certainly can. Um, do you have a sort of flint and tinder or? I or do. Yes, I've got flint and tinder. Uh, so you're sort of going to be trying to to start a fire in this uh, in this doorway. Yeah, I'll try and start uh, to, a fire. I mean, there's what there's lots of use like you said, clothes, there's curtains. There's, yeah, there'll, there'll be tapestries and stuff around. Okay, paintings, all that sort of jazz. They try uh, to set a fire in the doorway just to buy some time while they're running. Okay, so it's the rest of the group sort of uh, running and. Uh, you can see that they're heading towards the hedge maze, so I'll follow them once of. <laughs> Once I've set this, <laughs> excellent. Um, so as it, as you're doing that, um, uh, in fact, uh, yeah, let's let's do that one that one first. Okay. Uh, so can you give me a setting fire uh, check? I'm going to say uh, with the time pressure that you're under, uh, this is going to be hasty. Well, I've got light footed. Um, that helps with the uh, time pressure. Um, so I think more. Did you have borderborn? Was that uh, was that cap? No, I think oh, I'm borderborn. I've got gutter snipe. Gutter snipe. I don't think that's going to help with sort of starting fires. Um, uh, so only the quick, the clever, and the brutal survive there. <laughs> I think that starting fires. Hey. That I think starting fires counts there. At least right. you're quick. All right, I'll give you a plus one. <laughs> Uh, if only to see roll two ones. Um, <laughs> so this is going to be hasty unless you want to sort of take your time, make it standard. If you do that, the Lice Mother will basically get to you. You might start this fire, but she will get to you. We'll do it hasty then. Hasty. Go ahead. Okay. We're just throwing, um, we're throwing bits together. We're throwing the flint tinder. Yeah, we're throwing it all together. <laughs> okay, uh, can you roll me 2d6? And take the lowest and add 1. Oh. So i got a 3. Uh, so that's a 3. Um, so unless you're flipping that Doom coin, uh, I'm afraid this is going to be... Uh, it's just not taking. You know, you're, you're starting this, this fire and it's just not just not lighting fast enough. Uh, but perhaps a flip of that doom coin could change everything. Ah, he just goes ah shit 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 and starts <laughs> running again. Um, so yeah, as you're uh, sort of in your panic, uh, you're, you're sort of starting this fire. Um, you you see the lice mother coming down the stairs, um, rushing towards you. In your panic, you drop that flint and tinder, um, and you just you're just out. And so that was the cost. Essentially, you lost the the flint and tinder. Uh, in your in your panic to to get away from the light mother, so you're a few sort of uh, yards behind the uh, the rest of the group, uh, and Dorian. And the, uh, the uh, so we're talking with a raven, feathered friend. I have uh, one of two deals for you. I know, well, it's common enough, enough knowledge that uh, you may have eaten a king or two, <laughs> but do you you have the king's voice? You have the king's mind, in part. Uh, His intellect, at least. But, uh, I like to think that it is my own intellect that was simply stimulated by his flesh, but... I'll cut you a quick version of deal number one. I have two. I don't know which <laughs> one you may wish for. Door number one or Dorian number two. Uh, 
We have a meal fit only for the former love of someone round here. The license mother, I believe. Sam. Wouldn't happen to be able to eat that for us. (laughs) I I mean, are you talking about the intestine wrapped around my neck? Yeah. (laughs) I shudder to think what would happen if I... Or if the wrong person ate that meal. Uh, It has never been tried, so I do not know. I'd be happy to take it, perhaps take it back to your guild hall and see if they can do anything with it. That would be ever so kind, but first, we'll keep that in mind, first, and Dorian is going to chuck the raven uh, the Perception's Mottled Pearl. Ooh. As they head into the the maze. So, uh, this tell me a little bit about that. It is a pearl that is slightly magical. Whoever owns it can see it by closing their left eye. At sunset, ownership is reset, and the next human to touch it becomes its new owner. Excellent. Okay. That's awesome. Now, this can only be owned as by a human, so unfortunately it's of little use to you, I think, though it is quite shiny. I have some... I do like I know shiny. ordinary, far lesser ravens than yourself are quite fond of trinkets. I have some for you, if you would aid us in this. But uh, what do you wish me doing with it? Simply to fly above the maze and track and keep within enough distance to see our own progress through it, and also the lice mothers. I think so, uh, and all the gold and trinkets on my form shall be yours. I think you have yourself a deal, and, uh, and he uh, he reaches forward with his uh, his talon, taking the. Uh, uh, the white orb from you. Excellent. Um, yeah, so he's going to uh, to fly up above you, uh, above you guys. And if you close your left eye, you can indeed get a bird's eye view of uh, of the maze. Excellent. Julian, is it as I said? Should we turn left? Well, <laughs> should we? <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, I will. I will save you the uh, the blow by blow left and right of the maze, um, but you are uh, you are able to uh, make your way through. There's a few places within the maze. Uh, there is one sort of leads out towards the uh, the edge of the the castle uh, where you can see a portcullis. That um, so there's a, basically a big border wall around the whole sort of keep, um, and that uh, that portcullis seems to be. Uh, the, the way out um, there is also sort of a, a gardener's hut at the center of the of the maze and uh, yeah those are those are essentially the two uh, the two main things you will also see from above uh, various figures uh, making their way around the maze uh, sort of traveling sort of through human-like figures each uh, wielding shears, a trowel, uh, a sort of gardening fork, something of the type. And they appear to just be, like, inspecting the various uh, walls of the maze, uh, looking sort of for any anything wrong uh, with the uh, with the maze, and sort of keeping, keeping care of it. 
their movement is jagged and um, unhuman-like, despite their human form. Um, okay. And they're sort of wandering, wandering the maze with a with a bird's eye view. You think uh, evading them would not be uh, not be impossible. Okay, and has the lysmuller entered the maze? Um, so she has uh, left the left the castle. She sort of looks up at the sky, looks across at uh, at you, and you get the sense that she's uh, she's not really wanting to leave the castle. She's uh, she's going to okay. to stay at the the door, maybe uh, maybe forever. Maybe right. maybe okay. she will come out. Them Who knows? Don't <laughs> She picks up, yeah, picks up the flint and tinder and like, taunts you with it. You bitch. <laughs> well, we seem to have bought ourselves some time. Where do you all think we should head? I don't think the gardeners are going to help us somehow. We still don't know who needs to consume the stomach thing. Well, if we can find a spider, I could possibly ask it. Should we uh, maybe find the centre of this maze? There might be something. There's probably garden spiders in it if you really want to. I mean, <laughs> sorry, I was thinking maybe we should find the centre of this of this um, garden maze. Maybe there might be something in the middle of it. Yeah. So at, at the centre, from above, you can see there is sort of a a building um, that looks to be sort of a gardener's shed at the centre. Then I think we should go to that. All right. Considering all we've got to go on is your visions, that might be a good idea. <laughs> so, as we go, we're keeping an eye out for like spiders, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, would that actually work? I think this is what we do. I mean, um, so uh, sorry, Jay, I can't, sorry, I can't remember your character's name. As you try, Dorian. Dorian, thank you, uh, Dorian. The most normal name in the world. I know. Well, this is what my character's going to say. So, Dorian, you can see the maze from above. You can lead us to the centre. Please, after you, run ahead. Just seems to be a gardener's hut, but all right. <laughs> um, that's that's fine. It, Take us there. Indeed, you can not only lead them to the centre, but you can do so uh, avoiding the uh, the gardeners in the maze, uh, if you so wish. Of course. Do I actually talk to spiders um, in this? Yes, yes, sorry. Um, uh, silk, as you, uh, as you make your way through the maze, you will see... Uh, a few lace workers, um, miniature lace workers, uh, much smaller than the, uh, the human-sized spiders that uh, every so often find their way into uh, into trouble. Um, spinning their spinning their webs, catching flies, doing as they will. Um, so yeah, you can certainly find a find a few spiders if you will. Can I talk to them? Uh, you can, I believe. This is this is the uh, aspect of the lace worker, lace speech ability, isn't it? Uh, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I assume this is by being a witch. Yeah. You're not just asking if you can speak to spiders. Is it? <laughs> the spider speak in this setting. Um, so chance, 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 chance. Here we go, lace speech. Uh, yeah, so you can talk to lace workers directly or by touching their webs. Um, can I pick one up and be like, hello there, brethren. I don't suppose you've seen 
Oh, wait, looking for the plague? What's We're looking name? for the love of the lice lady, which I don't know has to be Plague Boy. I'm pretty sure she was a mortal person before, so she might have had, like, a husband then. Possible. Um, do you perhaps, by chance, know the love of the lice? Uh, the lice. Lo- the love of the lice, mother. Um, so the spider's speech is a tremulous thing in vibrations rather than uh, sound. Uh, it taps on the back of your finger, sort of its its movement conferring knowledge to you. Um, it doesn't really know anything of of love. The closest thing that uh, uh-huh. it has to uh-huh. love is uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all sad. Uh, violent uh, procreation and followed by the, being eaten by its own young. But uh, it will tell you of uh, safe space down below the castle, below the uh, um, the grounds uh, of caves and such that are hidden beneath these grounds. Uh, it will sort of it, it's basically telling you this as a like oh, if you're gonna get eaten by a giant bird, then this is a place you can go. Um, it doesn't sort of have have knowledge of uh, of human emotions and, and interactions, but it's a spider. How yeah, fair enough. could I ask it? How exactly do we get there? Um, so uh, it will know that there are a couple of way down ways down um, within the castle itself within the gardener's hut uh, and within the bakehouse. I would like to pass this information on while saying spider beats bird. <laughs> to be honest, the spider's not been as useful as the bird has been. No, I'm more It's told us where the entrances are. Well, regardless of the usefulness of various animalistic companions, we're headed to the hut for, in any case. We might as well check out these catacombs then. I put the spider back. (laughs) uh, It thanks you in its own twitching way. You make your way to the centre of the maze easily enough. And within, uh, or sort of uh, within that sort of centre, you will see the uh, hut of a gardener. Um, You can sort of smell uh, something roasting uh, on on a fire. Uh, from within, and can hear the sounds of something moving within, something uh, human-sized, and the humming of of a jaunty little tune. I guess I just barge in. I was going to say, maybe we knock on the door first. I mean... (laughs) I'm going to barge in, I'm going to look this gardener in the eye, and I'm going to shout in his face, Whom does the lice mother love? (laughs) <laughs> okay um, uh, yeah so you barge in and you do indeed see a uh, see a what you assume to be a gardener um, he has a big sort of wide brimmed hat pair of uh, sh- uh, shears sort of tucked into his overalls uh, and 
uh, he looks at you with uh, with one lazy eye, and and says, "Oh, what are you doing in my house? And who's the lice mother?" I just shout again the same thing. Does the lice mother love the I- lice mother? The crazy woman in the castle about stones throw her two away. Give him a light slap to make to make sure he knows I'm serious. Uh, he he seems affronted and says, uh, "Nobody lives in the castle except the royal family, Princess Euphelia and and King Adrum. They are not crazy in the slightest." There's well, there no was someone chasing us with a bone saw, so I don't think that's up to date. There's no one living in the castle anymore. They're all dead. That's that's nonsense oh. talk. If you're looking for crazy people, you should look in a mirror. <laughs> My sir, I found the body of the king. The, the, the body of the... <laughs> Can uh, I pull out the for, yeah, from, uh, He looks at it. Uh, you sort of see a fear and anger wash over him that he immediately represses and goes... Well, there must have been some mistake. You, if you want thieves. to hear your dear king's voice, you still can. You, you, you're thieves. You've stolen the crown. If you want to meet the, the raven from him? Perhaps? Can I that would convince you? Can I use my liar's speech um, for a second here? Yeah, that's got to do actually. <laughs> uh, I want to basically say. Congratulations, you have passed the royal test. The king will be most pleased with his honesty of his servants. Okay. What a trick um, him into calming him down a bit. Okay, I like that. Um, so, can you give me a lying check, please? Um, and since he wants to believe this, uh, it's going to be difficulty four. Ooh. And a five. Uh, and you've got, uh, uh, I assume you had liar as a as a trait. Yes. Uh, so that's plus two. That's perfect for lying, as uh, one might imagine. Uh, so yeah, that, that's a success. If you wanted to flip that into a critical success, you certainly could. Oh, there you go. And if it is, oh no, uh, I don't need a rough flipper doom coin. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll keep it as is. Okay. Uh, so in that case, um, he he sort of like you you feel like. Your lie sort of connects stuff enough together that he seems like, yeah, that, that'll work. And he goes, Oh, well, yes, of course. I am, I, I am nothing if not loyal to the family. It does not quite, what, why do you have the king's crown? Oh, to- this is mere, merely a, uh, a fake, not the real I- thing at all. I see. Well, the king. There was one thing we weren't lying about. There's a rather problematic person in the, in the castle at the moment who poses some danger, not to the king, of course, but to Durian. Or more ordinary Durian. people. Durian. This person, let's say, it poses problems to the princess. It's a former lover. Do you perhaps know where they would be hiding? So he uh, he sort of gives a bit of a like a uh, bit of a smirk uh, and says, uh, oh, "No, can't talk about that sort of thing. 
Princess Euthelia gave me this this shawl. But, uh, she she gave it to me for being loyal. I am loyal, you know, loyal to the family, and their secrets are not mine to share. Okay, sorry, can I interject here? Because, I mean, so my character is naturally suspicious. I'm pretty sure this guy is, is, is lying, and I have this sort of light feeling okay. that, I, you know, I feel that there's more, he's hiding something from us. So, um, yeah, so, so you could certainly make a judge check. So that is essentially to, it's kind of like insight in uh, D&D, yeah, sort of to, that's it. I to want try to and work um, out. Sort of, you know, I'm fine to roll for it, but I want to sort of get a confirmation in my own head if, he's, if this guy is trying <laughs> to almost be a bit yeah. subversive and not tell us the full Yeah, tomorrow. so uh, that is difficulty five, and um, suspicious is perfect for that. Um, so you're going to get a plus two. Oh, cool. So a D6 plus two then? Uh, yeah. Cool. All right, I'll roll that through and it's a five pass. That's oh, quite bang on. Uh, oh, nice. Nice. Uh, so is that... Um, yep, yeah, three plus two. Uh, so that is uh, success with cost. Uh, so with a judge check, uh, that is, you correctly judge whether the target has any hidden motives. You don't necessarily guess what they are or anything like that. Uh, and I think with this, uh, you will get... He is not hiding anything. He is, he is believing what he's saying. Um, although you get the sense that uh, he is desperately sort of changing what he thinks in order to believe what he's saying. Um, he is clearly a, a broken man. Um, but he doesn't seem, uh, at least intentionally duplicitous. No, I follow. So he's, he's saying the truth as such. He is, he, he, there's nothing like ulterior there, but there's, he's, he's, he's trying to manipulate it to make it sound better for him. No, it's more like he's batshit crazy. Oh, I see. He's mad. <laughs> um, uh, and indeed, he will. Uh, uh, he'll continue, sort of. Um, yes, yes. Princess Euphelia's uh, secrets are not not fine to share. But Being that she is that? currently indisposed, she is not free to share them. If you are her most loyal soul, uh, conf- oh god, what's the fucking word? Confidant. Confidant. Thank you. <laughs> then perhaps you're the only one we can know this from. We, of course, do need it to in order to help the dear royal family. Hmm. Uh, can you make me a convincing this guy to give you his information check, please? Sure, and I have Charming. Charming is perfect. So that's plus two there. Uh, so it's a d6. Uh, and also with this sort of check, if you have something that you were willing to trade or offer, then that could also no. give you a, a bonus. But that's a five plus two, so that's a seven. No, he'll like slapping him again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's a knocks him about a bit. Um, uh, and he goes, well, well, if if you are a friend of Euthelia's, and, um, she uh, she's been in a little trouble with recently uh, a tryst, if you will, with young Troizel, one of the the Hound Master's boys. And, uh, you know, uh, he is of of low breeding stock, and well, quite aside from that, he is betrothed to another, and well, it is 
Quite the scandal in the making, don't you know? I do worry for her. She she seems rather upset. I hope she doesn't do anything rash. Oh. A houndman, do you say? I think he may be distracting us, but that's just me. I think he's telling us pretty frank what is the truth. Yeah. I think he's just also living in a world of denial to ignore, you know, the uh, life's mother outside his front door. Uh, I agree with Thorin Jada, yeah. The, mm. the, the king the king ordered the, the man Troizel, his name ordered him to the well, the dungeons we don't have dungeons, but the the caves below the, only until all of this blows over. She is betrothed to a man from Cockatus. That that will that will solve solve all these problems and, and Euthelia, she will she will get over this this young tryst. You know how young people are. Everything will be well. Everything will be better. Nothing we will hear go. You have a way into the caves. Can you point that to us? Don't forget time is ticking. The, the ghosts um, turned away at the front door so we're not being chased anymore <laughs> at the moment mm. yeah it's not, nothing's pursuing us through the maze real quick uh, uh, or just close an eye uh, he will point across the room to a trap door in the corner of the uh, the hut that, uh, and say uh, that leads down 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 to the storerooms to the caves to the cages to the to the man Okay, so very very quickly before we start making our way down to the uh, dungeons, is there anything of interest in the room we are in, in the gardener's hut? Is there anything that we can maybe use as tools or weapons? Uh, I also want to at least part pay the raven before we go down. <laughs> um, so there are indeed um, shears, pitchforks, uh, and basically any sort of gardening implement that you can think of, uh, hose and spades and stuff. Okay, so I mean, <laughs> I, funny you say this. I am a gardener, and and um, Matt, Matt will back me up here. Do you know what a bill hook is? Uh, vaguely, yes. Oh, it's like a pike, basically. Yeah, yeah. Pretty. Think of like a um, a big curvature blade about the size of a small axe. Like what a, the fuck do you like actually a... use those for? If, if you're saying gardening, yeah, like a... yeah. No, we use them for hazel coppicing. Matt will. <laughs> Well. And for threatening, yeah. threatening trespassers as well. That too, they're damn good at that. <laughs> it's pretty much think of like a meat cleaver, like British style, with like a uh, hook on the end. It's a bit look. Oh, you mean? Oh, okay. You mean the handheld ones? I was wondering what a gardener was doing with like a pole arm. No, you get they can be pole arms as well, but you can't. Like, in gardening, you always have them just with your hand, and you use them basically yeah. like an axe to cut through like um, hazel coppice and like. Um, yeah, small branches and stuff like that. Are you going to be dual wielding? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, with the long knife that you've already picked up. I was going to say this is the thing. I mean, um, I might, I might give out some weapons to people. Because people, <laughs> mean, if people aren't looking around for this stuff, and I'm, and I'm the, the, the sneaky devil just looking at taking stuff, and I'll, I'll hand it out. <laughs> I think I've we've all got our shovels, and I've got bows. So I'm good on that. Yeah. I mean, I, I did lose I my flint and tinder. Is there any flint and tinder in this hut? Um, That's a good question. <laughs> uh, there is. Uh, it is the gardener's. He will, um, <laughs> as you're sort of 
clearly eyeing up his. Uh, no, I just pack it up and pocket it right in front of him. <laughs> I don't care if he sees me. Uh, uh um, uh, ah, uh, uh, well. Uh, he tries to say it, and I'll slap him again. <laughs> Apologies for the thugs and brigands I've brought in here, by the way. They'll be dealt with in time. You'll get your tinder. I, I, I'll, tell, I'll tell the family. Go for it. I'll be telling them directly myself in less than an hour. <laughs> Aye, go um, tell them. Go in the front door. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Don't make the fur guy get murdered over he, there. He sort of looks in the direction of the castle, obviously obfuscated by the uh, the hedge maze, and you, you see a sort of fear in his eyes. Not a fear of mortal danger, but a fear of his worldview being brought to proof. Um, we'll, we'll deal with that. Don't you Don't you worry your head. But, um, but yeah, if you uh, if you want to add any uh, sort of gardening gear to your uh, uh, to a sheep, you certainly can. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to pick up this. But I'm going to find all these bill hooks. I'm going to give it to someone whoever wants it, Shirky or um. um does anyone want a bill hook? Yeah. Does he have a chainsaw? <laughs> <laughs> he does not quite have a chainsaw. What about a scythe? Scythe's a good one. Uh, I think there's a yeah. I'll be a scythe. I'll take a scythe. With uh, sort of, there's also a collection of like wooden clogs with different different heights. Uh, oh, for use with the side. Yeah. yeah, I could get myself a new foot. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the side for sure. And, um, excellent. Hi, it's, I'm just gonna... uh, oh, it's, uh, what is your name? Uh, 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 Blethin. Ah. Well, we'll make sure your report is gleaming. Yes, yes, I, I would like that. that thank you. Um, Mr. Silk. Silk. Do you know what? Might as well. Uh, so can I dip out for a second to call the raven down? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, you'll, you'll sort of still be able to see the, uh, the thing from, from up high. Um, and so. I may be gaining some. Yeah, I'll call him down. Uh, yeah, you'll sort of the. The view will sickeningly jerk towards you as the uh, as the raven dives, um, landing on the uh, the hedge nearby. All right. Well, you've done your job admirably. Seems where we go now, you may not be able to aid us quite so well. And I'm going to pull out the brooches and sort of place them on the path. And, um, All the trinkets your heart could desire. I'll keep the gold here in my pocket for now. Uh, always use for shiny things. Um, a pleasure doing business with you. One more thing. Dear, my old age has turned my heart to mush, but there's a rather distressed old coot in there. With your voice being as it is, I believe we can help him out a little. <laughs> and I'm going to take the gold chain out and ask for the pearl bag. Um, yeah, it sort of uh, leaves it on the ground near the brooches. Sort of piles them up in a small, small pile, uh, taking them back up to the to the hedge, stashing them away. All right. So he's quite entranced with the royal family, very loyal and completely deluded. I'm sure you know. You've been around here far longer than I have. I was wondering if perhaps you couldn't relay a far faux message, essentially, to him from his dearest king, commending him for his loyalty. Uh, 
Hmm. I can do this thing, of course. But, uh, I'm aware it's the... a foolish thing for the poor wretch, but still. Uh, he eyes the chain and says, uh, and in return? Oh, of course, the chain. You've been a great help to us. Saved our skin more than likely. And been a rather pleasant lad to chat with. Oh, if, uh, if there's ever anything I can do for you, please simply call. I'm always down to me. Get another um, trade, my friend. Uh, I will, I will speak to the man. I will. Yeah, and Tom. before he goes, Donovan in this, uh, Donovan? Dorian, in a sign of good thief, is going to give him the chain, preemptively. Excellent. Drape it over his little crow neck. <laughs> he, under the weight of it, he sort of uh, um, beats his way into the air, stashing it away uh, nearby. Um, excellent. Many thanks, and shall we meet in a brighter day? Uh, not many bright days these days, but perhaps this will all be a fevered dream. What a pleasant nightmare. And Donovan, Dorian's going to walk back inside. <laughs> okay. You want to say Donovan, don't you? <laughs> it gets too similar. I didn't account for the names. <laughs> um, you guys, yeah, you guys can make it back to the, uh, uh, yeah, you're, you're back in the um, gardener's hut. Everyone's kitted themselves out with whatever gardening gardening implement they they most feel attuned with. And uh, yeah, the, uh, the trap door beckons. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to um, walk up to the uh, trapdoor. I'm going to um, swing it open. I'm going to jump, jump down. Okay. Um, the uh, the area below uh, is uh, dark. Um, the light above still uh, sort of shines some light uh, in this area. You see sort of chiselled and worked stone. Um, forming sort of a corridor and a couple of rooms that you can peer into. Uh, appear to be a sort of a root cellar and a, a food storage uh, room. Up ahead, the caves sort of become less worked, less uh, carefully maintained, and sort of dip away into sort of unnatural, uh, sorry, natural uh, formations. Hmm. I guess we keep going. I mean, are you guys going to join me? Are you going to climb down the ladder? Sure, we're, we're coming. coming. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, so I mean, um, have we got a light source, like a torch or anything? Uh, great question. <laughs> Do we go up to the garden and, and make ourselves a torch? Uh, just start stealing his clothes and wrap around a stick. Let him look at that. A... Uh, just happened to pick up some flint and tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've tormented him enough. Uh, <laughs> Just rub the man blind. Yeah, you certainly can uh, sort of make a make a torch. Okay. Um, to uh, to light your way. And that... All right. Well, I guess uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to wrap some rags around the the handle of my my speed. I guess because that's the only stick type thing that I currently own. Yeah. So um, say that light. Excellent. Um, with the way lit ahead you, the orange glow of the flames making shadows jump in every corner. A speed uh, torch. Seeming, uh, <laughs> uh, seeming to be filled with danger. Uh, you will you will see the uh, the, the room of uh, 
basically a, a root cellar, some storage, and this uh, this natural cave sort of leading both sort of left and right. The left-hand sort of cave, uh, you can sort of see the, the glistening of, of wet walls uh, that direction. Uh, the right-hand cave, uh, you will see sort of um, the outline of some sort of wooden structure in the uh, in a sort of room opening. In the wind. Uh, a sort of a wooden structure. Yeah, we'll go right. So, okay. As you uh, make your way down the uh, down the cave, uh, your sort of movement will be stopped by the sound of an ear-splitting scream. It is not a scream of pain, but more that of a petulant mm. child. Um, oh, I would like to shouting. go investigate. Um, okay, yeah, as, uh, as Jose sort of uh, moves forward, uh, you will... I don't know that I'd do that. <laughs> it's okay. But, uh... I'm four foot five, remember? They won't see me. <laughs> <laughs> my my height fluctuates with every sentence. <laughs> um, uh, you, see... you see the uh, sort of wooden structure that you saw uh, is essentially a piece of scaffolding. Uh, that sort of builds out from the uh, the cave uh, entrance that you uh, um, that you're sort of moving out onto. Uh, the cave itself sort of drops away uh, to a sort of large cavernous room that the sort of scaffolding leads leads down onto. At the far end of the room, uh, only slightly lit by the uh, the flames from behind, uh, you see a wrought iron cage. Within the cage, uh, you can see a young, handsome man uh, who is currently in the midst of a tantrum. When I say young, 20 to 25. Um, Yeah, currently uh, sort of screaming, bawling his head off. uh, His hands in sort of meaty fists, pounding at the ground around him. The the leavings of sort of a a few carcasses uh, around, sort of in his cage, um, you see uh, nothing else within the room. Hmm. Wonder what's going on. All right, on there, here. big chap. Are you the dog boy? Um, that's probably his plain name. So, uh, as as Shirky sort of uh, calls out, the the man stops his his wailing and uh, appears. <laughs> into the darkness, clearly sort of unable to, to see particularly well. Um, and sort of cocks his head at you, uh, points petulantly, and just gives out another sort of babbling scream. But this one doesn't seem quite so uh, annoyed. It just seems uh, more... Great, we've got like, another mad one here. Anybody want to talk to him? We're all mad here. Aren't we all? Right. Was he when he pointed? Did he point at um, us or did he? Yeah, he he pointed at Shirky. um, Clearly, sort of reacting to the uh, to the noise to the conversation. Mm, Let's see. Are you coherent at all? Do you remember the princess? Do you remember yourself, Trisel? He sort of. Crawls over, leans himself up against the uh, the cage. Uh, again, gives a sort of 
a cackling scream. Um, and and apart from that, you get no uh, no intelligible response. Is there a dog ball in there with a name imprinted on it by any chance? Uh, no, but his... Collar, tag... <laughs> uh, no, I'm afraid there is not. Okay. Well, there doesn't seem to be anyone else in the dungeons. So if the Lice Mother is indeed the princess, then this must be the princess's love. Unless you Gabe. feel like trying to call the plague master down. No, Gabe, throw the meat at that wretch. I was kind of thinking the same, actually. But let me try a different way. Um, so I'm going to um, walk up to the guy in the cage, and I'm going to... Okay. So there, so there is a... Um, so essentially you guys are probably about 15 feet above him. On uh, uh, there's, this scaffold, there's this scaffolding. Uh, that leads down into the room. Uh, so you can certainly sort of climb down the scaffolding and, and go over towards him. Okay, sorry, I just need to ask. I mean, does this guy look in any way intimidating? Does he look like he's, you know... Uh, no, he, he'd sort of probably, yeah... Um, he looks wasted away, uh, malnourished, and um, certainly from the way he moves, it seems a more, like, uh, petulant, childish... Uh, movements than okay. anything that sort of seems. And yeah, um, I've got light fist as well, so I can use the scaffolding to jump down without taking any damage. Am I right? Uh, yeah, well, you can certainly like yeah, clam- clamber down uh, easily enough. Cool. And, yeah, because uh, I want to approach this guy. Um, kind of yeah. But my first instinct is to almost help him if he's sort of um, withering away in the do dungeon. Do not let him out of the cage. <laughs> Don't do Feed it. He is a rabid cannibal. Dumb. Do not. <laughs> yeah, but I've got a knife, so... That does not make it better uh, at all. Good lord, why did we let him eat the, the totem? As you approach the cage, uh, Troizel, uh, or the man inside there, who may or may not be Troizel, <laughs> uh, goes up to the up to the edge Somebody of the cage had a boo-boo. and uh, and sort of reaches out uh, towards you uh, in excitement and uh, sort of babbling interest. Um, Give him the snack and then walk back. Fine, uh, I'm going to listen to my friends. I'm, I'm going to give him my intestine necklace and let him chomp away. Okay. Um, so, you give him the, uh, the intestine necklace, uh, and greedily, he sort of pulls it uh, towards him, sort of snatching it out of your hands without any manners whatsoever. Uh, he sort of slams it onto the ground and starts, uh, sort of, he presses his fingers into the soft flesh of the, the uh, used stomach, peels it open, um, and his eyes light up. Uh, in interest. Uh, he starts taking the sort of scraps of meat and bread and wine, uh, stuffing them into his face, letting them dribble down his jaw, just starts wolfing this thing down with abandon as if it's the first and last thing he's ever eaten. Um, joyfully sort of cackling to himself as he uh, as he eats. Something... Do you think she can tell when that thing gets destroyed? Something on the back of your neck uh, sort of Goes goes up, you know. You're, the hair on the back of your neck uh, rises, okay. uh, and you feel rather than 
with any of your other senses. You just know there is something behind you. Behind Cartman or behind uh, us? Behind, behind Gabe, yeah. I mean, ah. <laughs> so, okay, so yeah, I mean, I'm going to react to that feeling. I'm going to turn around and see what it is. You turn around, and underneath this scaffolding, a sort of collection of wood and collected undergrowth forms a great nest-like uh, structure, uh, much more sort of natural than the, uh, the scaffolding it is sort of worked into and underneath. Rising out of the uh, the nest, you see what is best described as a bear-like creature. It is uh, large and malformed. It is asymmetrical. It's loping gait, uh, moving slowly towards you. You see in its eyes more intelligence than you saw in the in the man's eyes. Uh, you see anger. And you see, perhaps even a little bit of fear. Mm. Well, that ain't good. Um, Do you think they changed the mind of the bear and the boy? Let me think. Um, what can way, I Italy do Gabe. here? I've got this bear looking at me, and True. he wants me to uh, do something. Um, More concerned for the time. I mean, I have a wild thing. Uh, that could be interesting. Yeah. Maybe if it eats Gabe, we're going to open the cage and watch it eat the boy. <laughs> That would be neat. I mean, I'm, I'm tempted oh, yeah. to run around in circles right now. I don't know if it would be the mind right of the now. boy or the body of the boy that would count for the love eating it. Uh, eating the one of the other. What, one question, is it a black or brown bear? I mean, because I know one of us plays bears. <laughs> 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 it's like black, brown, girl, the girl. Uh, it is bear-like. Um, it's, yeah. it's so it is the size and sort of general shape of a bear. Uh, okay. The general, the snout is longer and more misshapen. Uh, its l- arms and legs are sort of lankier, so everything's a little off. It's not any natural creature that yeah. you sort of so know. So my answer is, cause I'm, I'm in um, this pit. I'm facing off this bear. The only way out, the, uh, the only way I can really deal with this is to get out the bloody pit. Um, so I am light footed. So I'm going to say, but my character is quite agile, so I can maybe me. Try and get myself out of this hole. Um, uh, you certainly can. But I, um, I, what I want to know is, is, is the scaffolding still safe? Can I use that? But then that's going towards uh, the bear. Yeah, so it's it's near the it's near the bear. So you can certainly make this uh, make this attempt. Um, you could uh, either two coins on him falling back in. <laughs> who's on? Um, I don't know if we did destroy the token. We should probably keep a little coat for you know her. Coming for us potentially. I don't know if she can like hone in on it, like a radar. Let's let him up first and see. <laughs> I don't think that really matters. Okay, so this is what I want to do, and then and, and, um, I am going to go for the, the role for the um, oh, agility, whatever it is. You know, I want to use the scaffolding to get back up to where I came. Um, okay. So that That's might involve so- a bit of dodging around the bear or. Maybe a bit of yeah. If, so if my you know um, maybe some help from my friends if they can maybe catch me if I don't don't quite re- reach it <laughs> reach the top if you need. Uh, so I'm gonna say if you get within like a meter, we'll help you. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say this is going to be difficulty six. Um, <laughs> and you've got light footed. I think that's going to give you a plus two. That seems perfect for for climbing. Um. Uh, do you have any gear or anything that's going to help you out here? 
That's a good question. Um, no, only like a bow and soft armor. Um, All right, so that is a that is a plus two, and you're looking for a six, and um, this is going to be standard check. Okay, yeah, one d six plus two. Yep. Or four. I'm afraid that is currently a failure. You could try and flip that into a success. I would have to flip that into a success. Yeah. Uh, I'll try to. Indeed, you do. Uh, so it is a success with cost. Um, as you uh, sort of move, um, your movement sort of makes up this uh, this creature's mind. Uh, it decides you are not friend. You are definitely foe. Um, but you uh, you dart past it, start climbing. Um, as you do so, it launches all of its weight against the uh, the scaffolding, and you hear beams creak, splinter and uh, break as you uh, try, sort of trying to climb. Uh, you thump heavily against the uh, the edge of the wall. Your friends sort of dragging you up, um, and you sort of feel the uh, uh, the piece of the heavy scaffolding sort of slam against your shoulder. And you lose me uh, one toughness as you uh, as you make your way up this scaffolding. Uh, you are able, however, to uh, to make your way up and to uh, relative safety. Uh, the bear uh, sort of roars into the sky, uh, leaning on its uh, its back legs, clawing at the uh, the scaffolding and the the way up. Seems uh, for now it is unable to follow you. But, um, as the creature in the cage, the uh, the man, sort of scoops up the last of that that meal into his into his mouth giving a, a satisfied grin uh, to himself finally uh, sated uh, you Gabe will feel a rush of just sensation and knowledge similar to the one that you felt when you touched the uh, the totem you feel something about it sort of twist and break a weight that you didn't quite realize you were carrying suddenly is lifted this totem you realize has been cleansed and one of the links binding princess euthelia the lice mother to immortality has been broken your mission has been completed So there's so congratulations on that. <laughs> okay, so yeah. now we just need to survive. So very very quickly, but, you know, after I, I have that feeling, I'm gonna sort of I'm gonna actually send my collapse to the ground. I'm gonna say we've done it, we've done it with a bear right no, there. No, because he just dragged me out the bloody hole. So I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could if you want to. I mean, sacrifice. <laughs> but. Yeah, um, as I said, uh, after they pull me out of the hole, I'm going to sort of just, you know, um, fall to the floor. I'm just, yeah, uh, muster to myself that we've done it, we've done it, we've done it. I think as you are sort of... Oh, sorry, yeah. Well, we still need to leave, though. Can we? Well, no, hang on. That's, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to die here. Is that part of the yeah, story? <laughs> mission now. So we've got to now find <laughs> other totems and how to do destroy the other totems. And I think as you're sort of saying, we've done it, 
We've done it. We've done it. The camera sort of pans away from the group, up through the twisting caves, uh, down perhaps even through the, the bulchways where the dirt turns to meat under the ground, up, <laughs> up and into the sky. What? You see Castle Leaf and you see the PlagueScape itself. You have completed, yes, one of the steps required to break the curse upon this land, but there are many more steps before you. These might be completed by yourselves, or maybe they will be completed by other gravediggers, braver or more lucky than you. This has been a demo into Doomsong, and I hope you have enjoyed your adventure into the world of Leaf and the Plagueskeeper.